Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome. Monday, March 15th, the Steelers podcast. And, man, you missed the podcast. We have 19 minutes of goofy talk, which I didn't know what you would classify <laughs> at. But that, that could have been the podcast. I mean, we, we, you it would have gotten a ton of listeners. But, hey, I'm here with uh, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. Good. I just think, think we need to create uh, access for the, the pre-show show. Yes. That's yeah, for so our Patreon can't... listeners, right? They get well, to, they get the full thing. <laughs> well, remember, no more Patreon. Um, if you go to our website, viewfromthepew.club, at the top, support. You can support the show, and we're going to have a monthly contest, not just with the Steelers podcast, with other parts where we can – you can enter – get chances to win our contest each month, so it should be good. And you know what? Oh, guys, before we continue, I forgot to mention this. Are you guys up for an NCA bracket? We're trying to have all of our podcasters complete NCA bracket. Oh, can yeah. I, can I, I mean, beg you, Joe? I mean, I can write words onto little empty blank slots. That's <laughs> okay. fine. You're in. Uh, I did a, I did a, I did one a couple of years ago. University of Phoenix I had going all the way and they just didn't they didn't get out. They didn't get past Strayer University and I was real disappointed. And this goes for listeners too. We we have a bracket tournament. So if you join it, if you beat us, and when I'm talking about us, I'm talking. I'm gonna have a bracket. Joe, Paul, and um, Craig and Brandon. There are two guys who do it in the morning, and we'll see if you can beat us. And if you can beat us, you'll get extra chances to win this April contest. So support our podcast at the top of the webpage. Thank you, Joe, for bringing up and reminding me about that. And, again, support our uh, sponsor, which is Anchor. You heard that before our podcast began. Great place. Uh, this is how we do our podcast. If you ever want to do a podcast or do something internal for your business, try Anchor. Sign for a free account. Please, it'll help us out. All right. But, hey, we're not here to talk about Anchor or NCAA tournaments. Thank goodness. I really haven't watched college basketball much this year. We're here to talk to Steelers. And it's interesting, guys. The past couple weeks, we were just – yabbering about you know Big Ben when we knew he was coming back. We were yabbering about J.J. Watt when we knew he wasn't going to steal it. We were surprised he went to the Cardinals. but So we had two things that we just kind of talked about. It didn't really go anywhere. Now we got <clears throat> stuff coming up. Wednesday, I believe, yes. That is the opening day of NFL free agency, and Sadly, we're, we're probably going to say wave goodbye to a lot of Steelers as they go to other places because we have no money or very little money in free agency, and we have 19 free agents that are going. So we're going to take a little time today. We're going to rank each free agent. Each of us will give our opinion from zero. There's no way they're staying in Pittsburgh to 10. We think they're really staying in Pittsburgh. So we'll get to that in a second. But before we get there, we actually have more news. Guys, we usually talk about rumors and a bunch of crap. We have news, breaking news. As last week, the Steelers signed um, guard center B.J. Finney. He was with the Steelers for a couple of years. He went to Seattle, and he got traded to the Bengals halfway for last year. And now he's coming back to Pittsburgh. And, guys, I, this isn't going to win this the Super Bowl, but with our, our state of our offensive line, it's good to have a solid guy there. B.J. Finney was a solid backup with the Steelers. Uh, B.J. Finney was a decent spot starter. Again, I wouldn't equate him with Anthony Munoz. I wouldn't equate him with David DeCastro. But in the team that needs offensive linemen, hey, it's good we have a guy like that. And here's the other thing. As of right now, he has the most experience in center. So if the season started today, B.J. Finney is your center. And I'm like, 
super pumped up, but I'm feeling a lot better right now than I was last week when J.D. Hassenhauer was a shine sign. Joe, what do right. you think about that? You have to assume that it's better to have somebody than nobody, so that's a step up. So, yay, he's better than nobody. Um, the other thing that I think is it, it really is a positive to have somebody back who know who understands Steeler football, who who's been in the in the building, and and knows some of the people involved. So there may be a little bit more trust level there for yeah. for for Roethlisberger uh, with him under as the center. So it's you know it, 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 like you said, it may not be blowing the doors off of anything, but it, it, there is some step up from where we were last week. And I've heard that it doesn't preclude the Steelers from even getting another center in free agency or doing an early draft pick on a center. There's a couple I heard that could be in play for the Steelers, especially a second pick. Uh, there's a kid from Oklahoma and Alabama are pretty highly rated. Um, Paul, are you pro-Finney or anti-Finney? Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you could be anti-Finney. I mean, uh, I'd say Hassenhauer was, if you – Give him a C minus grade. Uh, I mean, Finney's got to be a solid B, um, a, a definite upgrade, I, I think, especially just with some uh, existing comfort level with Ben, uh, as Joe said. So, I, a definite upgrade. I mean, he's not—he's uh, obviously a band aid. Uh, so, I, I would fully expect that they're still going to be pursuing uh, someone who's going to be a long-term uh, fixture of that spot. But for for next season, yeah, uh, definite upgrade. And if they get a center in the draft or free agency, now, you know, Finney could start at guard or he could be that backup at center and guard. And I remember when he was with Pittsburgh, he was a great spot starter. I guess my only fear of Finney would be I'm not blown away if he has to start. But, again, he's better than J.D. Hassan. So he's a good, at least a backup, a starter when guys available are going to get hurt. Let's take these two guys together. I mean, they, they play different spots, but we knew these guys were coming back. But um, Ray Ray McLeod, um, I don't know what the free agent's called, but they're free agents to the point where Pittsburgh would have to say, no, we don't want you. And there was a linebacker they said that to. Um, but the two guys they did bring back was Ray Ray McLeod, who was a good kick returner. He had a bad fumble or two at the end of the year to kind of – made me scratch my head. But, you know, a million dollars for a year. And, again, and we'll, we'll debate Juju a little bit later on the podcast, but I, I think we think Juju's going. So, right now, unless you get another guy in the draft, Ray Ray's your fourth receiver. That's not the worst thing in the world. And Ray Ray's a better kick returner and switcher. So, I think for a million for a year, Ray Ray's good. And let's also talk about Robert Spillane who reminds me of a B.J. Finney on the defensive side. He's solid. I'm not sure if I'm crazy about Robert Swain being a full-time starter, but to bring him back at cheap is good. So I, I think these are both no-brainers for the students. What do you think? I feel like, feel like Spillane held up well in the uh, the starts that he had to do for several weeks. Now, I may, may be telling that the coaching staff didn't have the confidence to keep him as the starter, and they went out into the into the market and made some trades and made some deals and got somebody else to come in. But Lord. when but when he was starting, he 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 held it together, and that was it was solid. Yeah, they got Avery Williamson, and then before Splane got hurt, um, yeah, but Splane. Well, now, Spoiling got hurt himself. I mean, linebackers really took a, a big crunch at the end of the year. So, uh, Ray Ray and Spoiling, I mean, Paul, the guy for cheap, I think it's a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, we were at a spot where anybody willing to stay on for bargain prices, uh, I mean, especially, obviously, we're not going to have pro bowlers at that price, but I think those are two guys who are uh, very solid parts of the team uh not perfect by any means but definitely uh, worth keeping around especially at a good price so i i have no you know no complaints it's i think it's better to keep them than roll the dice on who knows what all right let's turn our attention to free agency now here's my pick let's just do a, a brief overview and then we'll get to the 19 guys that um are free agents on uh, wednesday the Steelers have played this way in the past, and I'm thinking this is how it's going to continue. You're not going to see the Steelers run out and make any major moves on Wednesday. Usually they kind of pause 
see what happens, see what guys can sign right away. And our hope is, and it could happen this year. It's a deep free agent market, especially at running back and receiver. So there's going to be guys that, yeah, they may not be at the top of your mind, but these are guys that could become Steelers at cheaper rates. And, again, not that the Steelers are cheap. They don't have salary cap room to play with. They, they don't. So I don't see them going out the first day to pick up anybody. Um, I, I'm going to mention a couple of guys that, to keep your eye on that I've heard. Uh, Kelvin Beecham, he's a guy kind of like a, a, a B.J. Finney who was a backup. He started a little bit. He doesn't blow you away, but he's decent. And he bring, I've heard that there's talk of bringing him back. Maybe that'll be early guy, but you can get him for cheap. Two guys I heard that was interesting. Last week, John Brown, he's a receiver for the Bills. He got released by the Bills. Uh, he was on radio, and they were saying, hey, John, who do you think might want you? Where do you think you might go? He said, hey, I think the Steelers could be a fit. Now, I'm okay with their, th- their three top receivers, but John Brown's a deep threat, which, yeah, Chase Claypool's done well as a deep guy, but really they don't have a deep, deep threat other than that. So maybe John Brown's a guy that could come in for cheap. We mentioned guys like Frank Gore. Uh, we had a funny back and forth uh, last week about the possibility of Le'Veon Bell. There's some talk that he might come back. Um, I, I don't know. It could happen. It would have to be for cheap and as a backup. But I heard this. I think I copied you guys on the tweet over the weekend. Adrian Peterson. Now, again, if it was Adrian Peterson from 10 years ago, it would be like, oh, my goodness, let's pay tons of money. He's not that guy anymore. But it's funny. Everywhere he seems to go, he produces. Now, again, you're not getting 25 carries a game. You're probably getting him as a change of pace back. But he played for Washington. He played for Detroit. And he did half decent. So those are the guys I'm kind of looking at. Um, Joe, before we get to the retained, the, the free agent Steelers are going to try to keep, who do you see as possible guys the Steelers could target? Maybe the three I mentioned, or is there somebody else you can think of that could be a cheap guy that the Steelers could go after? Yeah, I don't know many too too many others because uh, I I heard some of the same stuff you heard about John Brown, and I I, I think it's interesting that he actually chimed in and and yeah. said that uh, over some of the other people where you could speculate, but at least that's he's we're on his radar, which is nice. Yeah. So you would have to assume that he's smart enough to know that we're in the salary cap space where that we're in, but definitely he's going to be a lot more affordable than what Juju is going to get. So if you know right. on the you know, the balance, the shift there of what we're going to be get versus what we have to let go. Um, that might be a decent money saving option in comparison and is still a, sol- a solid starter and somebody who can really hold down a veteran presence with the, a lot of, a lot of young receivers. I also like the possible trade off of uh, Adrian Peterson where he's at right now versus the fact that we're probably going to have to let James Connor go. Um, I think that the money the money swap there is probably also in the Steelers' favor, um, even if you don't get quite as many carries as you would want to get out of a car as an RB1. And I'm really thinking, and Paul, before we get to one other thing real quick, um, the Steelers went to the Clemson Pro Day last week, and that's not news. Clemson has one of the best teams in the in college. If they didn't go, they're crazy. Now, they're not – I'm sure they looked at Trevor Lawrence, but again – Probably just to say hi. Yeah, to say hi and say, <laughs> hey, we're going to try to be here. Like Jacksonville. How are you going to like that? Right, right. But it was interesting. I, I don't know if I copied you guys, but there was a tweet – um, talking about Travis Etienne. Um, I, I think that's what say his last name. Um, yeah, big running back for Clemson, uh, pretty highly regarded. He said, hey, Steelers are a huge Zoom session on me. And it sounded like they were really looking at him. I'm almost starting to think with the draft. Um, Etienne or Najee Harris, if they're there, Pittsburgh potentially takes them. If not, unless somebody else dramatic falls and it shouldn't fall, maybe then you go off offensive linemen. So I, I, I'm starting to think that's where the Steelers may be starting to think on offensive line. But um, considering that, Paul, do you see any like cheap guys Steelers might be after? Um, they're not a sponsor, so I'll just say a, a discount book chain. Uh, when I lived in Cleveland, would have uh, once a year, they would take over the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds and take two connected warehouses 
it would just be filled with one and two dollar books. Right. And when the sale started, it could be right away. You kind of had the, the good, the not good Friday, the Black Friday rush of just swarms of people. Right. Yeah, you can get some really, really great books in there at that time, but was it worth the chaos? If you waited till the, the chaos died down, there's some really solid books still left over. Yeah. And Wednesday, the Steelers are going to wait. Um, there's there's going to be a mad dash. Uh, the Steelers can't afford any of those high-priced free agents. Uh, so we'll be kind of waiting to see what the leftovers are to pick through. And I'm sure if uh, an Adrian Peterson is uh, left on the table after the mad rush, well, yeah, uh, definitely give that consideration. Um, yeah, I, we're just going to kind of feel like just trying to piece together what we can with the two bucks we have and see who's left after the frenzy. And I think really with the guys that, yeah, they're going to lose some people because we're going to mention 19 guys. And honestly, I'm thinking they're lucky to keep three or four. And we're going to lose guys we don't want to lose. But I still think we've got quality, consistent starters. So, like, uh, Adrian Pearson, I know you guys are going to laugh at me. Even a guy like Le'Veon Bell or Franco or whoever it might be, you get a guy like that to go with either Harris, ATN, or the kid from North Carolina that Paul likes. Uh, what, Javante Williams, I believe? Um, yep. You know, a guy like a veteran guy to be a, a mentor and a second tier guy to a hot shot rookie like a Williams Harris ATM would be great. I mean, and I, I think you're kidding yourself. You think Adrian Peterson's your number one back, but if you can get him with a young back, hey, by all means. So I, I think we're. I'm optimistic. I, I don't think we're at the top of the AFC, but Big Ben has a good year. It could be okay. But here's where we get in the scare. This is going to depress the heck out of us because we got 19 free agents, and let's go through them. Um, we also do a, a review podcast, and we're talking about the insane cop rock. So we, we're limited on time, so we want to make sure we get through these guys, give me attention they need, but have enough time for cop rock at the end too. So – what we've proposed is we're going to each give a rating, maybe like a sentence to explain. Zero is there's no way, and you know what, that they're coming back. Ten is, hey, I, I think they're back, and or anywhere in the middle. But that's kind of a rating system. Um, I'm just going to go through this list here from spotrack.com that lists the Steelers free agents. Uh, the first guy they got on is Bud Dupree. I love Bud Dupree. I want to keep Bud Dupree if we possibly can. But – you know, they've already decided they're not going to franchise tag anybody, and they're going to have to get rid of way too many guys to be able to keep Bud Dupree. I'm saying it's a zero. Uh, he's not coming back. Joe, what do you think? Oh, uh, I want to keep him really bad, but I don't think it's going to happen. So I think I'm going to go with four because oh, I think man. it's under a 50% chance that he'll come back. Uh, because I think that's he's the kind of guy where if you have if you have any little bit of money to spend, he's a guy that you would want to spend it on. So you know, like uh, I'm going to go as high as a four because I don't think it'll happen. But okay. if it did, I wouldn't. I think that would be a good place to spend your money. Okay. So there is a chance, like Jim Carrey said in Dumb and Dumber. So, so you're telling me there's a chance. All right, <laughs> Paul. What do you think? Are you going to dash our hopes like I did, or are you going to cling to hope like I, Joe does? <laughs> Joe just he he's like looking for negative. Paul's your guy. Uh, I <laughs> desperately want to. I desperately want to keep Bud. Um, I, I won't go as negative as Chris, but I'll go. We have a 0.37% chance of keeping Oh, him. look at you. All right. We're, we, we set a scale <laughs> of one of zero to 10, and you're all like parsing out the, for the, for the, the small. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, secondly on the list is Avery Williamson, inside linebacker. Um, you know, as Joe said, you know, we made some trade, and the trade we made was for Avery Williamson. Um, this is when uh, Devin Bush got hurt, and, you know, Splane played pretty well. Avery didn't play that much for the Steelers. I think Avery Williamson is a two to come back, because yet Pittsburgh still needs help on the inside linebacker, but they're not going to get him for as cheap as they did Robert Splane. And I'm thinking they could still go inside linebacker at some point of the draft. 
So I'm not anti Avery Williamson. I just think Avery Williamson's going to ask for too much, and I'd say he's a two to come back. Joe? Yeah, I was thinking two. There you go. Yeah. All right, and Paul, what do you think? Cheaper than Bud, uh, so I'll go one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All the way to a solid one. Wow. <laughs> I rounded up. <laughs> so, so Paul is optimistic about Avery but I rounded yeah. up. So as you can tell, we're not <laughs> expecting Dupree or Williamson to be back. Alejandro oh. Villanueva. Um, you know, I was harsh. I don't know if I said this to you or somebody else. Um, I thought he had a really good year. And, you know, uh, you know, I was having this argument about best Ohio sports legends. And this guy that I was talking with made the argument of Anthony Munoz. And he said, well, Munoz is always great. Joe Thomas is always great. But then I think the guys like Alejandro Vanueva, who had one good year, and then we're like, man, he had that good year. He must always be great. But the last two years, he was rough, to be honest with you. He really didn't have a great year. Uh, he's now 33. Wonderful story. He was a veteran. Um, I liked how he stood up for the troops and everything else. I don't dislike him as a person, but I think I don't think he's going to get the money you think he will. But I don't think he's been consistent enough for the Steelers, and I think he's going to make too much money than the Steelers want to give him. So the fact that the Steelers definitely have a, a needed left tackle after leaves makes me think maybe a one and a half. Because if Alejandro says, hey, nobody wants me, I'll come back for cheap, they might take him back. But I don't think anyone's intending for Alejandro to come back. So I say one and a half. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Uh, I'm going to go higher with that, um, partially because I don't know if there's going to be a lot of offers that are going to be higher than what the Steelers are going to offer him to stay. Uh, I don't think he's one of the sought-after people. So I <laughs> – I, I I really think I'm looking at like a, a five or a six. I I wouldn't be surprised okay. if he came back, but I don't think they're gonna they're they're not opening up the checkbook on him. But I don't know if he's gonna be end up anywhere else. Okay, Paul. Um, he's Cracker Barrel. Um, if you if you strip away the ambiance of Cracker Barrel, the food's not that great. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not great. Uh, I, I think. He kind of gets the spotlight for being that uh, hero, that patriot. Um, but I, I don't think he's a top-tier lineman. So, as Joe said, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people clamoring for him. I'll, I'll put it at a six to resign. Okay. He also he also has a, a store that you have to walk through in order to get to the restaurant. He's yeah. Cracker Barrel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has a neat story. He you don't, you don't, you don't make your money just on the food. You, you have yeah. a store that's there as well. He kind of runs like a James Conner. We'll talk about a little bit later. Nice story. I mean, he started as a defensive guy before he uh, became an offense, and they were saying he probably would have made the NFL as a defensive guy. But yeah, uh, not sure what to say. You know, it's funny. Matt Feeler is another guy out there. He was hurt for a while last year. You didn't really hear much about him. Um, he, he, he's decent. Um, I don't know what his market's going to be elsewhere. I would make the argument of maybe a four or five like Villanueva. I mean, I don't think they need to break the bank for him. They can't break the bank for him. But I think he's a guy that's got a decent chance of coming back if no one makes him a, a huge offer. And I really don't hear him talked about as a top free agent. So I think it's possibly um, it's not likely. So I'd say like maybe a four and a half for Feeler maybe coming back. Joe? Yeah, I would say the same thing. About a five. Again, we're not talking about high price, high market value guys, you know, but somebody does have to play football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. So, <laughs> well, it, 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 it just sounds like he's going to get a ton of money. But, Paul, what do you think? I'll go in the middle of you guys, go 4.75. Of course okay. you would. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Interesting guy coming up, Mike Hilton. I love the use of Mike Hilton. Me too. Um, I'm, I heard a projection. Again, this is pro football focus for thinking for its worth. That he may only get three or four million, which I'm thinking, hey, even on a cash trap sewer team, could we make it happen? But we talked that Mike Hilton has daily, hey, it's only X number of days to free agency, which doesn't seem to think he's super excited about coming back. 
No, again, we are a very small podcast, but I decided to have fun, email his business email, and say, hey, you should come on the show today. Never heard back from Mike Hilton. Again, that doesn't mean he's leaving. It probably means he has no idea who we are. I thought you were giving us a surprise. (laughs) And here he is. Hey. (laughs) It's Mike Hilton. (laughs) No, but but what I'm saying is the fact he never emailed us back, I wouldn't take that either way if he's coming back or not. Um, geez, I, I don't know what to say. The fact he's doing a daily free agent countdown doesn't give me a great indication he's coming back. <clears throat> oh, boy. And I'm looking at this not as to soon as one back. Is he coming back? I mean, I guess that's all we have to look at. Um, hate to say it, maybe a three and a half because he sounds like he wants to go from his Twitter, and there's a chance maybe he won't get that many offers. I mean, he's good. I don't know if he's a lockdown quarterback. A quarterback. I think he's great as a nickelback, so I'm not sure if he's going to get that lockdown cornerback money. So I'd say three and a half, and maybe I'm being too hopeful. Uh, Joe? I was going with three. I just think there's yeah. going to be a market for somebody like him. Yeah, uh, And it'll drive up the, the price probably beyond maybe even what he's worth. Mm-hmm. But but I like him a lot, and I wish he would stay. I just oh, don't yeah. think he will. Paul, what do you think? Yeah, it's, someone's going to give him the money uh, more than we can, so I'll, I'll say three. Okay, now, next guy. I'm a little more hopeful for but I might be rid- crazy. Tyson Alulu. Is that what we're saying his name, right? Alulu. He's 34. He's listed as a defensive end, but it was interesting. Now, the NFL's changed where you don't really have traditional classic nose tackles, but the Steelers, especially at the beginning of the year, had a really stout, amazing run defense, and part of it was Tyson was going crazy. He played kind of like a modified nose tackle, and he was doing really great. Uh, he got hurt, and the Steelers' run defense went down a little bit, but he's not all pro, but he's solid. I mean, he's he's good. Um, he's 34, so I don't think anyone's going to give him a real long-term contract. I, I'd give him a, maybe a four and a half. I mean, I, I'm thinking maybe somebody out there would overpay for him. But the teams with a lot of salary cap room are the Jets and Jags, which I don't think is going for a 34-year-old defensive lineman. Um, the other team with a ton of money is the Browns. But I'm not sure if Tyson's at the top of their chain. So, I mean, I'm thinking of four and a half. I mean, somebody's going could offer more than Pittsburgh does, but if they don't, I think Pittsburgh wants them back. What do you think, uh, Joe? Yeah, I'd go for a six for that same reason. I think there's a better chance of him coming back than not. Just okay. because nobody else is going to want to open up the checkbook on a 34-year-old defensive lineman. Um, and so it's going to make a lot more sense for him to stick around in a system that he knows rather than get paid, you know, maybe a little bit less somewhere else. Yeah. And they bring him back. You got to it, him and, and Hayward. I mean, again, you know, I'm not saying Super Bowl or bust, but that's good defensive line. Uh, Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with everything that's been said, uh, but just to to make a different ranking, I'll go 6.01. <laughs> what? Paul's being difficult. Did man. you he just prices crazy. write me? You just prices <laughs> righted me. That's not fair. You can't do that. <laughs> 601. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> we all know there's no way that it's actually 600. <laughs> <laughs> It, okay, here's going to be one that could be a little controversial. Uh, Zach Banner. And you might be like, I don't remember Zach Banner. Well, remember he got hurt in the first game of the year. He won the starting right tackle job. They opened up the year. He got hurt for the season. Um, boy. Zach's very active on social media. A lot of people like him on social media. Uh, he was, the year before, if you remember, he was at six linemen that they would bring him in every time they would need extra protection for Ben. And then the whole crowd would chant, eligible receiver. And, you know, but he never caught a pass. And, you know, Zach and Doug Hodges would go back and forth on this. Zach should get thrown passes and everything. So I, I say it. I mean, Zach, Zach's a likable guy. Uh, he's a big guy. We, I'm not sure if Zach's really shown it on the field. I mean, he hasn't been horrible. 
I, I say this to bring him back because they're in need of offensive linemen. They apparently think okay of him if they give him the starting tackle job. I'd say a six because I'm not sure who else is going to give him a lot of money this offseason. Uh, Joe? I'm going to go with seven for the same reason. Okay. But I want to see on the field. I, I mean, I agree with all yeah, that. But, but I don't know if there's anybody else who's seen what the Steelers have seen. And they were putting their trust in him this season. He just got injured. So coming off of an injury season, I don't know if anybody's got enough tape on him that they're going to take that kind of gamble to offer him more money. Definitely. Um, he's 28 now, just just for information. Um, Paul, what do you think? Uh, based on – and I know it ultimately comes down to him and wanting to sign or not, but, I mean, Tomlin went all in and said he's our guy. Uh, he's our starter for this coming season. So I, um, that's got to be enticing to him. Uh, so I would say Nate. Okay. All right, here's another guy, and I only start giving uh, Paul, Paul ratings, but Cassius Marsh, uh, defensive end. Um, you know, a bunch of guys got hurt on the defensive side for the Steelers. I remember when they signed him, he had some experience with the Colts, and everyone's like, well, he's got experience. It'll be neat to see what happens. But then I remember him playing a lot in the last two games of the year, both losses to the Browns, and, man, he made Kareem Hunt and um, Nick Chubb look really, really good. Um, yeah, they're good running backs, but Cassius Marsh didn't play well in either game. I'm saying negative five. I mean, Cassius <laughs> Mark could say I'm playing for the minimum. Okay, you know, I take that back. Let's say a one because I'm sure if, if Cassius Mark says, hey, I'll play for minimum and the team's salary cap, they probably want guys who can play for the minimum. So there's a chance he comes back, but he comes back if he's a one and he accepts a third string role for the Steelers. I, I'm not too high on him at all. Um, Joe. Yeah, I'm in the same place. Probably a one or a two. Uh, yeah. That's about it. Paul, I, I saw you did, you're not wearing a Cassius Marsh jersey today, so what do you think? <laughs> Have they made one? Um, oh, I'm somewhere. He's wearing something. He said, I will pay you guys to let me play. I, I will pick that negative five back up off the table. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. I'm really thinking, I mean – I think there's a chance he comes back for the minimum because you may, you know, need to fill out the roster. And if enough of these guys come and, I mean, take off, I mean, you got you need you need somebody. And I, I don't know, but still, even that time, I'm sure there's other guys you could try out that are on different teams. So, all right, we're coming to the main event. Oh, you know what? Let's skip him for now. No, uh, he's Judy's, not really that much of a. It's not a, not that much of a story, really. Well, but we can talk about him more than some of these other guys. Yeah, let's make him the main event because some of okay. these guys, believe me, there's not a whole lot you can say. So we'll get to Juju at the end. Um, again, I, I don't know how they came up his list. It, it's just in roster format. Um, Sean Davis, interesting. Uh, I remember his first stint in Pittsburgh. My main recollection of Sean Davis was, remember that infamous – a game that got stolen when they said the Jesse James catch wasn't a catch and Sooners ended up losing that game. Well, if you remember back, Rob Gronkowski had 800 catches on a drive where pretty much Brady threw to Gronk on every pass and Gronk caught passes and it was all against Sean Davis. And I got a little creeped out about Sean Davis. I'm like, good, he's gone. But I like the fact they brought Sean Davis back as a backup. I don't think he did too bad for the Steelers. So I'd say three if they don't have to pay him a lot. You know, I mean, I'm not crazy about Sean Davis, but again, with the salary cap, you know, if he comes cheap, I say they keep him. Joe? Same thing. I'm going to go with like four maybe because I think that they can find good ways of using him. It's just a matter of whether or not someone else is going to pay him. And make him the backup. Now, yeah, he can start if somebody gets hurt, but if we're bringing him back to be a starter, no way. But, you know, as a backup, I'm uncomfortable. What do you think, uh, Joe? I mean, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't see him getting much better offer, so I'll say for him. Okay. Next guy on this list, it sounds like these are all randomly mentioned, but just to keep me, keep me organized, uh, Jordan Berry, a punter. 
interesting, Joe. Paul and I probably talked a lot more about Jordan Berry than anybody else has ever had in the history of the world. <laughs> because we were talking – there were a couple funny memories of Jordan Berry the year before. I remember there was a game against Arizona where there was a miscommunication on a fake punt, and Jordan Berry kind of like walked into five guys. He got blasted. And he fumbled the ball. And we were like, ah, I don't know if we like Jordan Berry. We got this Dustin – I think it was Dustin Colquitt from the Chiefs. And mm-hmm. Colquitt kind of flamed out, so they brought Barry back. And Barry actually didn't play that bad. I'm, I'm going to surprise myself, uh, Paul, because I'm usually anti-Jordan Barry. I'm going to say seven. I, I don't see anybody else paying a lot for him. But, you know, let's bring him back. This is a lot better than some new dude that we try to bring in. All right, Joe, what do you think? Are you a Jordan Barry fan? Eight. I think I think they'll I think they'll hang on to him. Um I, I mean they've had him for a while, they have some trust level with him. He, he didn't do everything perfect before, but then you know, who of us are perfect when we're young? Now he's got yeah. a little bit of age to him and he's got a little more experience. Um I don't know if there's a lot of other places that are desperate for punters, so uh I th- I think he'll be able to we'll be able to keep the contract low. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, and, and Paul, you, were we bringing Colquitt back or keeping Barry? Um, it, my main issue with Barry was just kind of the sense of the guy can punt fifty yards, but then it bounces sixty yards back the other direction. Um, but he definitely improved on that this year. So uh, again, I don't think he's going to demand a, a huge salary. So I'll, I'll go eight ish, eight nine, bring him back. Okay, in the interest of time, there's a couple guys that we don't really know too much about. Jaron Elliott, um, Danny Isadora, he's a guard for the Steelers. Um, and and I, I even say Chris Wormley. We know a little bit more about him. He came from Baltimore. They didn't play that much, so let's just group them all together. I'd say, hey, if we can get these guys for minimum, we, we probably should bring them back. Any disagreements with you guys? I don't disagree with it because they're also pretty young guys. So, you know, it always, it always takes a little while for people to really settle into what it is that they're going to be able to do ultimately. So I think they're all, if, if they're at reasonable contract levels, uh, it makes sense to bring a lot of those guys back. Any disagreements on any of these guys? Nope. Nope. I have no no new information to add to that. That's full agreement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a group of these guys together save a little time. Uh, Jordan Dangerfield, we don't know too much about, but Jordan Dangerfield is a very good special teams player for the Steelers. Um, I, I, not crazy about playing, you know, free safety, but again, we keep on special teams. We need good special teams players. I'd say a nine, unless somebody gives them a ridiculous contract, which I don't see with sorry caps going down. Yeah. Um, Joe, sounds like your agreement. And Paul, how about you? Same. All right. Uh, Who's next on the list? Cam Sutton. Yeah, this guy's interesting. I want to keep Cam Sutton. Uh, I don't see Cam Sutton making a free agency countdown. So I think he's open to saying with the Steelers. Um, I think it's possible that Mike Hilton gets a bigger contract. But like anything else, somebody could pay out the nose for Cam Sutton. Kim's 26. He's not super young, but he's definitely not super old. So I think unless – now, the scary thing is, you know, the teams that have tons of money, like the Jets and the Dolphins and the Browns, all these guys and the Jags, all these guys in corners. So I can imagine somebody maybe overpaying for Cam Sutton. But I think as long as we don't overpay, and I'm talking – I give him at least 3 or $4 million, Let's try to keep Cam. And I think somebody could overpay – but I think overall, I think there's a six that he comes back. Yeah, I think I was thinking about a seven just because okay. we've got two corners, two solid corners that are on the board, and I think we keep one of them. So the 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 real thing is which one of them is going to get paid by somebody else. Okay, and I think and I think we keep the other one. Well, yeah, I, I'm kind of torn. I, I think I would love to have him back. I think. Chris, I think you made a great point that he'll probably demand more money than maybe he should at this juncture. Uh, so I'll I'll split my conflict and just say a five. I would say, and this might be a little bit controversial, but 
if we had to spend a little bit more to keep Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton, I'm not sure if I want Mike Hilton being my number one lockdown quarterback, but I would gladly, if we could keep Hilton Sutton, let either Hayden or Stephen Nelson leave, where you can keep one of those guys and keep both Hilton and Sutton. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think that's your future, you know? Yep. So. Agreed. All right. Who's next on our list? James Conner. Now, it seems the Sooners have been pretty uh, adamant saying, hey, we need a change of pace. We need a change of direction. I think James loves Pittsburgh. I think James loves everything about it. I think he thinks it might be time for a new direction, too. I will say running backs aren't getting a ton of money unless the running back has had an outstanding year, which Connor didn't. So I'm actually going to say a three and a half for Connor. Not that he wants to come back or the Steelers want to come back, but if he doesn't get those interests in the open market, and if you could bring Connor back like you might with a Adrian Peterson or Le'Veon or a Frank Gore, where you don't have to pay much and you know he's a backup to hopefully a Najee Harris or Travis Etienne, I – I think there's a chance, but I think it's nothing that the Steelers or James Conner is looking for right now. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I'm putting it at a three. I think in the market that we're in right now, somebody's going to want his services. And right. I think I think what you're saying is if there's not any ill will. It's for both parties involved. We all need a start. I think it'll be better for him to go somewhere else uh, for a little bit and to just – you know, re- hit that reset button and, and get a fresh start. And I think it'll be good for him somewhere else. Paul? Especially if we're draft, if we're going to draft a running back and we've, yeah, we've got this kind of, uh, I just imagine some of those like uh, Latin American village buses from the movies where there's like people hanging out the windows and off the sides. That kind of feels like our running back room right now as it is. Um, I, I'd say one. Yeah, I mean, and again, if he comes back, it's not like, oh, wow, we got James Conner back. It's like, man, he's willing to come back because nobody else wants him. But I'm really thinking, <laughs> if you look at Jacksonville, and there are other teams with side cap room, but the ones that really stick out to me are Jacksonville, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Browns got some room to maneuver too. I mean, you know, the Jets need a running back. Uh, Miami's not super crazy about their running backs either. And there's no – well, Jacksonville has a good running back to start. Uh, they have a rookie that did really well for last year. So in teams that have a lot of money to spend, you know, you would think somebody would give him money. But if nobody does, hey, I can see him maybe coming back. Uh, Gerald Hawkins, he did some good things for the Steelers last year. He's a tackle. I, I, you know, let's not overthink this. I mean, I think six or seven if he doesn't get a lot of money elsewhere. Any disagreement? No. All right. It, it looks like a Josh Dobbs. Now, I am not crazy about Josh Dobbs, especially as a passer. Um, and you got Big Ben coming back. So you're looking at, you know, you've got depth chart at the moment, a Big Ben, Josh Dobbs. Well, let's, let's say Josh Dobbs first. I'd say we say Mason Rudolph second. i say Dwayne Haskins third. i say Josh Dobbs fourth. Um, we're not guaranteed that Haskins makes the team. I think uh, as long as he keeps out of his triple clubs, he, he's probably your number three. I like kind of what they did with Dobbs at the end of the year as a runner. And, you know, Tomlin, you know, teased that, saying, hey, maybe we activate him so he can be a short yardage guy. But I think we found out about Josh Hobbs when Hobbs was even activated for that game. Now, you can make the argument, part of the Steelers' problem was they either – Punted on four for ones, or they had Derek Watt running on four for ones. That just didn't work. But I think the Steelers really don't have interest there. So I say maybe a one or two. And I'm only saying the one or two is if Haskins messes up and goes to strip club next week or two. I, I don't necessarily doubt <laughs> coming back. Joe, what do you think? I'm going to go with zero because okay. I think there's a lot of other places that are looking for depth at quarterback. So okay. I, I think the fact that we've got a full room and not necessarily a lot of more money to, to toss around, we need to spend the money somewhere else, and he's going to wind up somewhere else. 
Now, I don't see anybody giving him money. I, I mean, I oh think no, I don't think so either. Team. I think it's it's an it'll be another place to fill the room, kind of like where where he's been at in Pittsburgh. Kind but of like it's but it's going to be more money than where we're going to want to spend. So you're thinking kind of like a Duck Hodges going to the Rams. I mean, it, he's yeah. a summer arm, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, and, and let's end with our guy Juju. A little, a little frustrating. Uh, here's kind of what I think, and it, there's been reports, like you guys said, he was on Twitch with a Dolphins uniform. Um, there was some weird survey that you could vote on Twitter. I think it was done by Sports Illustrated saying, hey, do you think Juju's back? And Juju actually voted from his Twitter account, no. <laughs> uh, but then you keep hearing these reports saying, hey, Ben would like to see Juju back. Uh, you hear these other reports of, hey, Juju wouldn't mind saying if he could. I heard on a podcast that they were saying maybe he was kind of interested, hoping that Pittsburgh would be willing to do something, and Pittsburgh just doesn't have the money to. And maybe he got really frustrated at the team where he met with them because there was reports that they were actually talking about contract. And the series were like, hey, look, you know, we need money in other places. I, I guess if you really want to come back, we can give you this. But obviously, I mean, he'd have to pay for the minimum, which I know other teams, you know, the Dolphins, the Jets, other teams could use him as a number one or two option, let alone other things. So I guess I'm going to say a two. Not that I really believe there's any chance of coming back, but the fact that you actually see news reports saying the Steelers are kind of interested make me think that something goofy would happen, but I really don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Zero. Zero? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could go for negative five if you like, if, if that's the thing that we want to do, but <laughs> I, I, there's too many other places that are going to want to pay him. Yeah, the Steelers would like to keep him. Everybody would like to keep him. Everybody would want him on their team. I mean, right. Uh, you want you want solid receivers. Nobody wants to turn that down. Uh, problem is he's going to get too much money, and the Steelers can't pay him. They're just out of they're out of money to be able to pay him. And this this is what the Steelers do. They build up really great receivers, and then they go somewhere else, and they are not as good without Roethlisberger. Just, I, I, that is just what's going to happen. I, I, there are there any receivers from the from the Steelers that left and did right. really really well anywhere else? And the answer is no. Uh, and he's going to be another one. He's going to another person that we can add to the list who was on his way to being an all time great. I don't know if a Hall of Famer, but a great player. And it's not going to end up as anything. He's going to get paid a lot of money to go somewhere else to drop passes from a worse quarterback. I I agree with you. I I think it's weird though, but you're actually hearing stories saying, "Hey, the Steelers would like to bring him back." When you're you're not hearing anything about Mike Hilton, you're not hearing anything about Bud Dupree or any of these other guys. But but I agree we're not talking I, about the same amount of money, right? But but I, I gotta say, Juju, I think it's guaranteed he's getting at least ten, twelve million somewhere, right? I mean and we don't have that. If we had ten, yeah. twelve million, we could keep like five of these other guys. So maybe they're thinking, hey, in a dream world it'd be nice to bring him back and Juju bought that. Maybe Juju said, Hey, if you get rid of all these other guys, you could afford me. And the series are like, wait a minute, we can't. Bankrupt. We can't play backyard pitch and catch. It's not just right. Ben and Juju out there. We have oh, to have right. other players. Well, it, it, here's the other thing. I mean, it's a deep free agency classic receiver. It's a deep draft. And the Steelers, like even a guy like John Brown could be your fourth guy in the Steelers. Or if you get a decent guy mid-round draft for the Steelers, which I could see them going to, He's your fourth guy. Or even if you don't do that, you got Ray Ray McLeod. So I look at it not as a knock against Juju. You've got a deep room at receiver where you don't have a deep room in a lot of other places for your team. So you got to look elsewhere. I mean, I think that's all it comes down to. So, All right. Well, that's our free agency list. Any other thoughts on free agents? I think we kind of went over it. Um, I, I think we're pretty sure the Steelers probably won't look uh, quarterback of free agency, unless they can get a real cheap guy. But again, with Ben coming back, and I think your veteran quarterback kind of is like a Dwayne Haskins. So, I, unless some guy comes crawling to my own, see it happening. So, I don't know. Any other thoughts on free agents before we close our Steelers part of the show? 
I don't think so. What's what's going to end up happening is all the big signings are going to be everywhere else, and then somewhere around next Wednesday, uh, there's going to be some little little signing over here in the corner that they'll mention on the same day that some other big signing happens, and that'll be the Steelers' big free agent move for the season. <laughs> yeah, and, and some of you guys out there are like, well, are you going to do a big free agency opening day spectacular? No. No. The Steelers would have to do something amazing. Like, you know, like if they bring back Dupree and, you know, Juju and a bunch of other guys, if we're overblown. But, again, don't be surprised. You're going to lose multiple people probably even on Wednesday and Thursday. And, you know, on Monday, uh, let's regroup. We'll mourn the guys that left, and we'll see who's out there. And you never know. As soon as we might get somebody beforehand. But, again, I think like a guy like Kevin Beecham could be a guy that could get early. But, again, he's a guy that I got to spend a ton of money on. So, all right. Well, Paul, any yeah, other thoughts? Just prepare yourself. Juju's gone. Uh, yeah, yeah, and our 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 big signing will be a practice squad lineman from Kansas City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those one of those linemen from Kansas City that just got cut. We could well, pick up one of those guys. Well, I will say this though. I think if they wait, there is potential for guys that you've heard of before. Uh, here's another guy with the, we, with the cap going down. There's gonna be guys who are good players that aren't yeah. gonna find spots. Uh, here's another guy. I, I, not, I haven't heard a rumor attached to him, but he's a guy that makes perfect sense for the Steelers. Think about even like a Mark Ingram guy for Baltimore. Now, hey, he's some guy that the Jets could overpay, but you know, there's going to be guys like him that, yeah, they're not super sexy. They're not going to get millions of yards, but these are guys that the Steelers have picked up that have been useful for the Steelers. So, again, you're probably not going to see a signing by Steelers by the time we meet again next Monday. But don't be extremely disappointed. The guys are left. Um, um, just for on that on that note, the Mark Ingram thing that you said, he was got signed by the Texans. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah, he's right. he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another thing, and this was a guy that I really looked at more as a, a dream. Uh, but they were talking about a um, Aaron Jones, who, who was probably your best running back going into this class. Uh, Aaron got re-signed by the Packers at a decent deal. So Aaron's off the list too. But I don't see – you know, Miami was supposedly high after him, and Miami could have given him a lot more money than Sears did. But that's a, another guy that's off the list. And anybody else could sign? We need to look more at those guys on the verge of collecting Social Security. That That's more our wheelhouse right now. <laughs> Well, if you can get a Nadja Harris, Travis Atheon, or a, a Javon Williams, I mean, hey, you know, I, I think we're in good shape. Um, so, okay, yeah, so that's it for our Steelers show. Thank you for listening in. Uh, we'll kind of keep you updated, I guess, on our Twitter feeds, uh, what we think about some of these uh, moves. And we'll be back next week to warn the guys who are left and see who's available for us. Again, check out our sponsors. Check out, hey, um, Listener support, we'd appreciate it. You can win some stuff. And, um, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we will have, and it will be up uh, hopefully soon, our review shows. We're going to take a brief look at the wonder that was Cop Rock. So if you're into weird TV from the 90s, hey, definitely check that out. So uh, for Paul and Joe, thanks as always for checking the Sears uh, show. A little longer one, but, hey, we had some stuff to talk about. So thanks again for checking us out, and uh, we'll see you with Cop Rock. Have a great day, everybody.